Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 540, uh, 534. Pax and Nagel of Rock 102. Hey, are you a meteorologist? Nope. Neither are the people on TV. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> How much snow did you get in the hill towns? Well, it's weird because where I live, I live like in the lower part of the, the hills in the valley area near yeah. the river. So it was just rain. And then when I went up the mountain, uh, yeah, there was about two inches of snow on the ground, and it was pretty slippery up there. But then as soon as you come over the mountain down into Westfield, back to rain again. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a whole bunch of nothing. I, I don't know about this 6 to 12 inches they were talking about yesterday. I don't think they know it about 6 to 12 inches either. But hey, at least the kids got a day off of school in Hills. Uh, man, uh, today, pretty good chance of an open line Friday. Yep. There's a 100% chance of an open line Friday. And I'm not a meteorologist. I can give you accuracy by telling you there's going to be a 100% chance of open line Friday. We're also going to talk about our holiday party from yesterday. You don't normally have a bunch of great stories to tell until yesterday. Yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty so, good little ditty. That, that Chipotle really uh, really was hopping yesterday. They spared no expense. That's right. So there's that and more. It's 536 at Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England Patriot. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Pink Floyd. You're interrupting her phone call again. I'm sorry. I should probably wait. Uh, see, she hung she up. Hung up. Uh, anyway, it's 552 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, it's going to be whatever today. I don't know. Like, you know, we said we're 6 to 12 inches of snow up in the hill towns, but uh, that didn't really happen. Maybe it's going to be in the higher elevations. Who knows? But rain for most of the day. And a high of 41 tomorrow, sunny, and a high of 40. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Johnny Depp put his Captain Jack Sparrow costume back on and made a video for a kid through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's nice. Johnny also called the boy and shared a video to chat. I think at one point the uh, the kid would say, Can you you make your girlfriend poop on the bed? (laughs) Like I read about... Can you show me pictures of that? Because that's what every kid wants to hear. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. hear about any abusiveness or, you know, you know substance abuse issues. Yeah. Can Talk you, about the dog pooping on the bed. Can you come over and we can share a mega pint of wine? Remember the mega pint of wine that he poured? Yes. Mega just pint. A, just a very big glass. It's a pint of wine. That's all it is. Uh, The man who attacked Dave Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl back in May was sentenced to nine months behind bars. uh, He's also facing attempted murder charge for allegedly stabbing his roommate. Which these two are unrelated. He doesn't get just nine months for that one. He's got an answer to that one still. But the good news is there's now a room available. Well, yeah, there is. There's some disclosures, I suppose. But uh, for the most part, it's 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 a good room. Rent controlled. 
uh, Elon Musk may not be the free speech purist he's been trying to convince us he is, at least when it's uh, not when it's him or his loved ones in the line of fire. Musk claims, quote, that a, quote, crazy stalker followed a car that his two-year-old son was in and later blocked the car and climbed on the hood. The guy supposedly thought Elon was in the car, but he wasn't. In response to the attack, Elon suspended the Twitter account of a user named Jack Sweeney, who's been tracking, tracking Elon's flight data since 2020. He also instituted a new ro- rule that, quote, any account doxing real-time location info of anyone will be suspended as it is a physical safety violation. Here's the thing, though, about uh, knowing where your private jet is. Yeah. Anybody can go online with that tail number and find out where that jet is now. And it doesn't necessarily mean that Elon Musk is on that plane. Just means it's being it's used. Just means. That, remember, we we talked about that with Taylor Swift. They're like, oh, Taylor Swift's plane flew uh, three hundred thousand times or something or whatever, right. whatever, three thousand times, and it wasn't her. It was people. She was like, hey, I go for a ride in my private jet. Go for it. Take it. Take it for a ride. Well, you know, uh, I'm starting to think that maybe uh, people are right about Elon. That maybe he's kind of losing it. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's still, uh, you know, selling off the Tesla stock. Not all of it, but a good bunch of it. And then the, the nonsense with the with the Twitter. Maybe I'm changing my position on that guy. And then showing up at a Dave Chappelle show thinking everybody's going to love you. Yeah, that's that's never going to happen. FYI, this guy Sweeney uh, claims that last year Musk offered him $5,000 to shut his account down. But when he bought Twitter, he claimed he wasn't going to touch it. Obviously, that's that's no longer the case. He's also been uh, suspending the accounts of uh, journalists who cover him. So there's that. Free speech. <laughs> He's in charge. There's other places for you to go yapping. Uh, spoiler alert. I've been told to say that now. Why? Because we ruined the the ending of that Survivor show yesterday. Oh, for crying out loud. Somebody I, is, is really, are people paying that much attention? Well, it, it wasn't like an angry... Uh, it, 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 the, the man just asked me, could you please just say spoiler alert before you, you go into something? So I'm going to talk about the final episodes of Harry and Meghan. Ready? Okay. The final episodes of Harry and Meghan dropped on Netflix yesterday, and uh, Meghan got emotional when she opened up about the toll the tabloids and social media took on her life. Apparently, their security team flagged a tweet that said, quote, Meghan just needs to die. Someone needs to kill her. Maybe it should be me. And Megan said, quote, that's like what's actually out there in the world because of people creating hate. I'm a mom. That's my real life. And that's the place where you see it when you go. You are making people want to kill me. It's not just a tabloid. It's just some story. You're making me scared. It's kind of a sick thing to say, though. Yeah, it's a thick, sick thing to say. It's a thick thing. It's a thick thing. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a sick thing to say, but. I'm actually enjoyed it. I'm always about the uh, the royal family. You I didn't fa- enjoy that tweet. You, no, you I enjoyed that. the show. Oh my god, I love it. We talked a me? little bit about this yesterday. I, I really don't have sympathy for people who are claiming that they're being harassed by the paparazzi. Yet here we are uh, on TV showing everybody across the world uh, what we do. Well, I mean, they're just they're trying to explain their position. I don't I don't think that I don't think it's just uh, you know them showing off. Entirely, you know, you know, they'd rather say it in their own words than have this vicious 
tabloid sensationalized media say it for him and do it wrong. Yeah, but that's been going on for years. What about all the things Charles did? Yeah, and what Meghan and Harry are saying is, hey, wait a minute. Uh, we should be able to defend ourselves in this. I, I, I do feel uh, bad for him. It's, it's a, a horrible way to live. Uh, I'm on the edge. I'm on the fence. Listen, every time I go on in public, I'm being trailed by reporters from the Reminder, uh, the Penny Saver, the uh, the Hamden Wilbraham uh, Times. Yeah, can't get away from these people. They're always after want the, want the big scoop. What's he doing? What's he What's he grabbing at Rice's? What kind of coffee did he just order? What's he doing over there? Uh, a 2008 episode of the comedy 30 Rock included a fake reality show called Milf Island. The plot was described as, quote, 25 super hot moms, 58th grade boys, no rules. Right. <laughs> well, leave it to TLC to make that insanity an actual reality. A trailer just dropped for a show called Milf Manor. Featuring eight hot moms and eight younger men, but there's a shocking twist. They uh, don't say what it is, but the trailer makes it look like maybe the younger guys are the sons of the MILFs. Meaning these women have to watch their sons hook up with other MILFs. And that's a problem, right? What kind of sick world do we live in? It's endless. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing <laughs> You want to talk about the other one? Sure, why Kim not? Kim Kardashian sporting Christmas pajamas in her latest photo shoot, covered head to toe. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I was covered in Christmas head to toe was when Ray J shoved his Yule log into my holiday bunt cake in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Wow. That's almost like an elf on the shelf, isn't it? Uh, bunt in the... <laughs> Runt, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bunch exact, in the runt. Exactly yeah. right. Uh-huh. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I uh, once gave her the double blumpkin Christmas spice latte. <laughs> a little figgy fallopian pudding. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is I gave her some Santa sack sap with the miracle on 69th Street. Of course. <laughs> and Kanye? I'm like Santa Claus. I got a sack. <laughs> it used to have $200,000 a month in it, but now it's empty! <laughs> Merry Christmas indeed, bitches! <laughs> That's a Hollywood t Raz from Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when Paul Salucci stopped being the governor of Massachusetts, he became the ambassador to Canada. Apparently needed a real top-notch guy to restore the diplomatic relationship between those two fractioning countries. When Mike Dukakis stopped being the governor of Massachusetts, he wrote a book that nobody read and read a, read a presidential campaign that nobody voted for. When Deval Patrick stopped being the governor of Massachusetts, he tried to get Boston to host the 2024 Olympics. Those games are being played in France. My point is this. In most cases, being the former governor of Massachusetts ain't exactly the resume piece that most people are hoping it will be. That is until Charlie Baker came around and landed himself into one of the sweetest gigs in America as he's set to become the next president of the NCAA 
succeeding Mark Emmert, who is stepping down from the job which he has held for the last 12 years. Now, what are the terms for Charlie Baker's new job? I have no idea. But what I can tell you is that during the 2019-2020 fiscal year, Mark Emmert was pulling in $2.9 million a year. Charlie Baker, as governor, is only taking in $250,000. That's like an 1,100% increase. After dealing with what he's had to deal with over his last two terms between the pandemic and economic growth and marijuana reform and casino gambling and all that other junk, being in charge of Title IX laws, PD, sports gaming, and NIL endorsement deals is going to be like a piece of cake for Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker could do that job in his sleep. Listen, I like Charlie Baker. The dude's a solid uh, governor. And so far, he's been just about the only former Massachusetts governor that's on pace to actually do something with his life. And I think that's saying something. He's not going to be the ambassador to Canada. He's not going to try to do some stupid, like, run for president. He's going to be in charge of the freaking NCAA, replacing a guy who was making $3 million a year, and he wasn't very good at his job to begin with. But put Charles in charge, and all of a sudden, I'm totally on board and can't wait to tackle my next tourney time brackets. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If I were building stuff every day, I'd probably use Milwaukee Power Tools. And I'd talk to AJ at the Ludlow Rockies to be my go-to tool person. AJ runs the power tool department at the Ludlow Rockies. And professional or homeowner, doesn't matter, she is ready to help you at the Ludlow Rockies. I'm back. That's my view from the... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 and Boston. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, heavy rain pretty much most of the day. You will see some uh, snow up in the higher elevations, but not too much. Uh, 41 for a high. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 40. It's 39 in downtown Springfield. I'm just finishing up that uh, piece of of the box of diabetes upstairs right now. You know, I want to just uh, say this, and I mean this uh, with all sincerity and, and deep into my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Miner from Dave Miner Home Impro- Exterior Home Improvements. Yep. That guy knows how to do it. He knows how to treat us right. Yesterday, he pops by here with a big basket of Mrs. Fields cookies. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, uh, you know, there was a Christmas party yesterday, so all those vultures didn't go ripping right through it all. You know, So we had a chance to have a few cookies. Yeah. But he also dropped off bottles of, uh, of wine. Minor wine. With the Dave Miner uh, label on it. That's pretty damn cool. So when he's not, you know, fixing your roof, he's stomping on grapes. Is that what he does? <laughs> I believe that's what he's doing. I, I but he know. delivered a bunch of that stuff yesterday. Now, th- now there's a guy that knows how to uh, knows how to play ball. I'm, I'm sure uh, Dave Miner is comfortable enough in his position that he can hire other people to stomp the grapes for him. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think he needs to. I don't know. He needs to stomp on those grapes himself. I think Dave is a real hands-on type, of, well, a foots-on type of guy. Well, thank you, Mr. Miner, for the uh, delicious uh, box of uh, diabetic. Uh, exactly what we needed upstairs. Yesterday, we needed oh. snacks, not all these toes. That's right. I don't, I don't need these toes. I've got, I've got 10 of them. So uh, yesterday, we did our yearly obligatory uh, go and gather with all the people that work here to lie to them and tell them what a pleasure it was working with them here mm-hmm. all year long. Uh, and we did, can we say where it was? We can say where it sure. was. Sure. It, it, it was at the still over in, uh, in Agawam. Which is great. Which, which is a great place to, to, to have a party. And... Um, you know, we, 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 we have a we had the private room in the back for our group. Yeah, we didn't have to sit amongst all the all the normal people. All we, the we, peasants of Agawam. 
Well, Bruce uh, Bruce Landon was sitting in there. I don't know if you got a chance to see Bruce. Oh, Bruce, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bruce was having some lunch. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, now that he's not, you know. Uh, he's got lots of time in his hands yeah. just to say, oh, just hang out at just, the. Uh, just hang out at the still. still all day eating lunch. So we, uh, we, but I brought my gift, my, my yearly secret Santa gift, which was uh, glorious in all of its wrapping. Yeah, yesterday you uh, you showed me a picture of the final product mm-hmm. of, of what it looked like before I actually had a chance to see it. Yeah. And for some reason, um, it was my. They asked me me to be the guy to distribute all the gifts. Well, because you were wearing a Santa shirt, that's why. Which I thought was very festive. Right. So then, uh, you know, the lady upstairs was like, "No, let Santa give the gifts away." <sighs> and then you you were just automatically thrust into that position of uh, of giving out the gifts on the table. I would have preferred that somebody else did all that work, but that's okay. Now uh, all the gifts are labeled, and you you're doling them out. Yeah, but uh, I but I knew which one was yours, and I felt like that needed to be like the last one given because it was so fantastic. Was it, it was close to the last? Pretty one, Pretty much right? close, yeah. Because you still had to have time. Uh, the person receiving that gift was going to have enough time <laughs> <laughs> to unwrap it uh, while you gave out the rest of the gifts. So uh, it turns out the uh, the lucky recipient uh, was Erin from Promotions here at Rock One Hundred Two, and. Um, she received this giant. I put the whole video up on my Facebook page. I probably should share that to the the morning show page. Definitely. Um, but you, it's a time lapse video, and the reason why it's a time lapse video is because it takes forever to open <laughs> the gifts that I wrap. It took. It had to take yeah. twenty five minutes for her to get to the bottom of it. So last, uh, I I've been doing this for like eight or nine years now yeah and it started with uh, our our former business manager who uh retired but uh, at the time i didn't i was part of the secret santa thing and i didn't have a gift to give because i didn't go out and get one because <laughs> it was that important to me right and uh we we had we wound up getting a free bottle of booze here somewhere so i just wrapped it all up in duct tape and put some Wrote on sh- wrote with a sharpie on it. it very much looked like something Ted Kaczynski would s- would send through the mail. Sure, and uh, you know that guy was like, "Oh, this took me forever to open this thing." <laughs> you know, I needed a pocket knife to do that. Right? <sighs> so uh, I continued to do that for. I, I've done it every year now yeah. since then, and uh, there's been some very unlucky recipients in this building. The one you did with zip ties was awful good. Zip ties? Like was, hundreds of zip ties. There was one with all the paper clips on it, yep. and I had all the paper clips inside. Uh, and it's just it's just an, a ridiculous amount of wrapping for a crappy <laughs> prize. There's no, it's like the payoff is nothing. Yeah, right. It's, uh, this, this happened to be a $20 Starbucks gift card. And I took that Starbucks gift card and I and I went to Dollar Tree to go buy a bunch of stuff to see how much I could pack in there. <laughs> and I explained the other day how I did it, but I'll do I'll try to do it as quick as I can now. I took like a can, one of those holiday canisters, the cardboard canisters. Yep. I put a bunch of beads, like art beads in there. Okay. Along with the gift card, then took two rolls of duct tape and wrapped it all around that canister. <laughs> so it looked like you know, it looked like a little, uh, like a little bomb. Yeah, that's exactly it what it looked yeah. like. And uh, so I then took that, put it into a laundry basket from the Dollar Tree, and you know, it's a decent sized laundry basket sure. from the Dollar Tree. And I stuffed, I put the the item in there, and then stuffed it all around with paper, so it kind of packed in there tightly. Right. 
Then I took another roll of duct tape and wrapped it all around the laundry basket. (laughs) (laughs) And then on top of that, I took uh, 10 layers of wrapping paper, all kind of smushed in there Mm -hmm. and just wrapped all around the laundry basket, added more duct tape to kind (laughs) of, you know, keep it all together. And then I uh, wrapped it with 50 feet of rope. You know, the, like like, yeah, like laundry like that, that rope. plastic twine. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be for like laundry lines or something. And I wrapped it all around that, and then I uh, had my kids help me decorate it. We, we put a little like a, like an elf hat on it, and uh, yep. And uh, there was an ornament on, and actually one of the ornaments fell off. My kid found it. My other kid found it yesterday, and she goes, "Oh, what's this?" And I go, "Oh, that was the thing I was looking for. It was a little owl ornament that oh, fell off nice. on, the, on the, my way out the door uh, yesterday morning." Because <laughs> you know. Sometimes yeah, I had to turn sideways to get out the door of my house. I'm surprised yeah. you'd have to get a running start to get it through the door jams. Right. So, uh, and then and then uh, it was topped off with a bow. That was the the, the chef's kiss of the yes. whole thing. So then Erin uh, gets it, and she she was like one of the second or third recipients to receive this gift years ago. So she already kind of knew, like, oh, my God, this is going to be a pain in the ass. But the first one I gave her, I kind of messed up, and I, I had wrapped, I had wrapped, I think it was like a bottle of wine or something in there, but I wrapped it in, like, garbage bags and then wrapped it with, like, 300 yards of duct tape <laughs> around it. <laughs> and what, what wound up happening was it was easy enough to just cut it open, reach in and grab the prize because it made, like, a hollow shell on the sure. inside. So I was like, so that was like an inspiration at that point. Going, I need to make this harder next year. I'm going to do this. <laughs> so I continued to, to to do that tradition. So she knows she's gonna she's gonna have to open this thing. Well, luckily the engineer was there with his utility knife, and he came over and. And you're not supposed to bring weapons to this party. He's like, that's not a weapon. That's a that's a you that's a it tool. could be used as a weapon. It could be used as a weapon, but I don't think so. I don't see that guy going on. No, I don't think so. On either. a stabbing rampage around here, other, other people, engineers yeah, maybe, yeah, but not him. Not this guy. But so he gives her the knife, and then so I did the whole time lapse video, and you can see the whole thing. I'll I'll put it up on the uh, the morning show page, and uh, she was uh, she was cursing me yeah. pretty much the whole yeah. time. Well, like, you des- uh, you deserved it. I mean, you, you no, this- I don't deserve it. That's. Fun. It's it a is fun, fun. festive it's, thing. It, it's just like the wedding gift you gave us a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was a cardboard box, and it had the the duct tape on it, and two hundred dollars of loose change. Well, it was a shoe box, and yes. mind you, there was a brand new pair of shoes in there hours earlier. Oh, I didn't realize that was, it like, was a, a, f- like a like it was a, a fresh box. Oh, I it was the thought- very shoes that I was wearing to your wedding. Well, see now that makes it uh, that makes it totally different. Yeah, it's kind of like that kid with the Christmas shoes. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually more stories to tell about our party. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. At yeah. six twenty-four with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Go to Gary now. We then, look, we do it. It's 627 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Coming up uh, later on this morning, uh, more about our holiday party, but open line Friday after 8 o'clock today. Oh, that's going to be a humdinger. Oh, the yeah. open line Friday. Um, the, I was just going to say, oh, the video is up on the uh, the Rock 102 page okay. on Facebook, and it's also up on the Rock 102 Mornings page. Perfect. So you can see that time-lapse video. Yeah. So it, uh, you, I, I think the only way to get a real appreciation for what you did yesterday is to look at the video. 
Because to hear it being described is one thing. You yeah. almost have to see how much work it was in time-lapse photography. So it's, you know, it's buzzing right by, and it's taking... Aaron forever to open this thing. And you know, you uh you call me a jerk for doing that kind of thing, but look it, it brought everybody together at that party. What you create, Steve, are indelible memories. I you'll get no argument from me. But if you're sitting there and you're trying to open up this present not knowing what's inside and it's taking yeah. virtually forever, it can be frustrating from in the wrong hands. Like I'm kind of surprised that no one has uh, taken a swing at you yet. Um do you uh Whatchamacallit, I was just, I get distracted very easy, very easy. I'm right over here. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing all right, Steve. I'm Good to see right. you. You know what? I uh, totally forgot what I was going to say. That's, uh, it's quite all right. No, uh, no harm done. <laughs> uh, yes, but there is harm done. Yeah, <laughs> ultimately there is. We have news coming up next to Rock 102. Football season is on. 632. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rum Hyundai. Rent the all-electric all Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. You know, um, you just turned me on to something now. I'm eating Mrs. Fields cookies. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, Mrs. Fields, she's not a bad-looking lady. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was a real person. Oh, no. She was... Uh, when I think of Mrs. Fields, I think of like some old grandma. Like Mrs. Cookies. Butterworth. Right, like cooking, uh, cooking cookies in a in a kitchen somewhere. Oh there. no, Mrs. Field was like a real uh, a real live lady. Still is a real live lady, as far as I know. And she had a cooking show, and I didn't even care what she was cooking because she was a beautiful woman. And I would, uh, you know, in my youth, I I would obviously watch the show constantly. Well, because uh, I was like, wow, what what's she gonna make today just for me? That's uh, she's not a bad looking lady, and she bakes good cookies by hand. Every one of these, I'm pretty sure she's had her hands in. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Mrs. Field. Totally changes the landscape bacon, for you, doesn't it? Bacon cookies. Hey, uh, Stony Hill Rome, uh, Stony Hill Road in Wilbraham is, uh, was closed after a box truck wedged underneath a bridge. Wilbraham Police Sergeant uh, Jeff Rudinsky said the uh, truck had gotten stuck earlier uh, Thursday night. Stony Hill uh, Road bridge around the CVS was impassable while the truck was wedged. Oh, oh it's my right next God. to the CVS. I know exactly what they're talking about. That bridge, yeah, you know, I mean, it's such a narrow, shallow bridge. Mm-hmm. It's a low-hanging bridge. I'm surprised more problems don't happen over there. You know, I uh, we had to, we had an event last night at the shortstop in yeah. Westfield, and I took uh, East Mountain Road down to Route 20. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that under that underpass sucks <laughs> because it's only big enough. For like one and a half cars. Yes. So you can't really wait in that tunnel. And the people who do wait in that tunnel are now backing traffic up coming in from the other end because they can't pass. So the line was like a mile long to get out of that intersection yesterday. And I'm like at the top of the hill just before you come down, I see the line of traffic and I'm like looking over and I'm like, oh, the shortstop's right over there yeah right and you can't get to it it took me like <laughs> 10 minutes to get through that line of traffic wow but you know so this so this uh, box truck was wedged this box truck was wedged underneath that bridge in wilbraham oh my god what and a it's pain. like well unless he was delivering the bridge and he ran out of gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah it, it got stuck and uh man that's got a 
That's got to be the most embarrassing thing to happen to you as a as a truck driver. Oh my god, yes. Because everyone everyone asked, did you not know how tall your truck was? Yeah. Did you not see the sign on top of the bridge that say how tall that is? I remember I had friends move one time and they uh had a U-Haul truck. Yeah. And they get all the way down this one road and then they realize, oh yeah, we got to back up and turn around and go all the way around cuz it doesn't have the you're in a car when you're a regular car driver. You don't think about stuff like that. You have you don't have any inkling of going under bridges and things like that because most cars are and even trucks can yeah. fit under uh, low underpasses. You know, when I was a kid uh, in the in the city of Attleboro. Now, you know, back when I was a kid, the city of Attleboro seemed like the biggest city in the world. Mm-hmm. And there are two bridges in the center of downtown. Actually, no, it's it's one bridge, but two underpasses, and it's a, it's like a, uh, it, it's like a, it's curved. It's a, you, you uh, underpass. Okay. And the first time I ever saw that, a truck just got completely wedged in there, and it shut down the entire city. Now it's a small city. I mean, Chicopee looks like New York City compared to Attleboro. But when you're a kid, you think it's the, the most amazing thing you'd ever seen. Cars yeah. are all over the place. There's people swearing. The elderly are angry. Everybody is. <laughs> Everybody is uh, is pissed off at the truck driver for not knowing what he's doing and how big he is. Because it literally ruined everything for hours. In this situation, you're talking about a bridge. You know where you know where the CVS is, right? Yeah. So it's on Boston Road, and then there's there's Stony Hill, right? So if you're on Boston Road and you're trying to get over to Indian Orchard, that's usually the way you go. If you're in that part if of you're Boston in that Road. area, yeah. Otherwise, you got to go all the way down Boston Road. You got to go all the way by Lowe's oh. and go down that road. Ah. Ah. Well, lucky it wasn't us. Yeah, but I, I'm over there quite a lot. Yeah, well, I go. I go. Well, through, you live in. You live near. I live in Hampton. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I ever have to go to Ludlow or you know the Orchard or whatever, that's go, the way I go. Well, you wouldn't have been able to go last night. I would have been so pissed. It's okay because you're geriatric and you were in bed by four fifty-eight p.m. last night. Was anyway. not. What time were you in bed by? Six forty-five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once that moon's over, my hammy special is over at uh, no. Early Bird. Four fifty. Four fifteen. We are having dinner. Four fifteen at the road house. Uh, oh, I'm I'm being told I'm I'm a wuss because uh, this person lived there for uh, for thirty years. Plenty of room for two cars in that underpass. Yeah, there might be plenty of room for two cars, but do you really want to be under there? When yeah, that, what kind uh, of cars you talking about? Two Mini Coopers? Yeah. Two Hugos? Two Hugos? <laughs> two uh, two and a half smart cars? The uh, Chickabee police is asking for the public's help in identifying the driver of a vehicle involved in yet another hit-and-run accident on Chickabee Street. According to Chickabee Police uh, spokesperson Travis Ordione, police believe the vehicle uh, may have been involved in the accident, this b- vehicle that they're showing on their Facebook page. The vehicle has been identified as a gray Chevy Trailblazer with a license plate from out of state. The incident occurred around 4.17 p.m. on Wednesday, December 7th. There was no injuries, however... There was property damage. If you have any uh, information on the vehicle, you have to call the uh, Chickabee police. What's going on, Chickabee? I don't know. I mean, are they putting signs over the uh, over town says if you're involved in an accident, please run away? Yeah, I believe that's that's the uh, seems like what's going on. Well, you got uh, things that towns are known for. Holyoke known for fires. 
uh, and Chickabee is known for hit and run accidents. That's that's not something you want to be known no. for. No. Uh, we are closing in on 2022, and one local leader is taking this time to connect with the Western Massachusetts community. Outgoing State Senator Eric Lesser held his Western Mass Appreciation event at the White Lion Brewery in Springfield yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was he even old enough to get in there? He is. Lesser uh, said he wanted to thank local residents for their support during his eight years in the state Senate. Days after his farewell speech at the state house, Lesser says he's hopeful that the things were uh, on his agenda for our region will be accomplished. He said, there's amazing things happening here and there's amazing things we can do and we can get the rail service and we can really create really good high-tech jobs. We can keep families here. Really hell-bent on this whole rail thing. Yeah, well, this is a big thing for him. But that's eight years he's been talking about that. And how many years have they been talking about that rail thing before that? Well, Union Station hasn't been rebuilt eight years. Union Station's, what, four years, three years? Right, but I'm talking about the east-west rail thing. Yeah, right. But Union Station was was one of the things that really kind of sparked a renewed interest in east-west rail. A year, eight years long renewed interest. Yeah, that's right. That was 2016, I believe. Yeah, that's right. So that's six years ago? I will say this. Uh, I think it's uh, it's interesting that uh, that Eric, even though he did not become the uh, lieutenant governor, and uh, even though he is no longer a state senator because he decided to run for lieutenant governor, that's a guy who uh, this is not the last time you'll hear of Eric Lesser. Curious to see what he does next. Maybe he'll be the president of the NCAA someday. I don't know. Charlie's going to hold that job for a while. Hey, Belchertown police are currently experiencing an outage on their business line. If you need to contact them for non-emergency reasons, the backup number is 323-0144. Belchertown police say the 911 service is still working in case of an emergency. Mm. If you're looking for someone to turn to, you can yeah. also call 8675309. Oh, uh, Jenny, Jenny will yeah, be there. That's right. That's yeah, your that's call. Right. That's what I wanted to say. That's right. I, I knew. I knew. I had the song in my head yeah. while you were saying it, and I'm like, "That's a word." Yeah, that's a Jenny, song. Jenny. Who can I turn to? Yeah, eight six seven five three zero nine. We're gonna talk about people uh, not recognizing songs coming up uh, after seven o'clock. <laughs> Very yes. funny thing happened yes, we at our will. Christmas party yesterday. Um, yeah. Do you like getting together with all those people? You know, it's weird because we don't um, we don't do it very often, but we've now done it twice in two weeks. You know, one for for Jerry's uh, retirement party. Yeah, I, and I, that was and and you know Jerry was there. You know, this is but this was his last his last mandatory company Christmas party. This had to be a major relief for him. And then uh, and then you know yesterday's party. So it's like you know you rarely intentionally get together for you know social time with the with the staff. Yeah, I I've had way too much. Uh, you know what I got though? That's what I wanted to say twenty minutes ago. What you want to know what I got at a uh, as a, as a gift? No, what'd you, did, what'd, what'd you get for a Secret Santa gift? Uh someone gave me a, a gift card to a place that sells coffee locally. Somebody gave me a gift card to a place that sells marijuana locally. No kidding. Probably one of the best gifts you could ever get me. Actually, I didn't even realize you can get a gift card. Yeah, you can buy gift cards. Well, that's con- that's a very convenient gift. I mean, you got to pay cash for them, but you still got to buy well, a gift card. Still, but you could go in there and you can get how much is it for? Twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. That's a pretty good haul. Twenty five bucks a weed. What is that? Uh, a single joint? 
Joint and a half? No, see, this four, is what I, Four gummies? This is what I was telling you about the other day. Now that you have this oversaturation of all these pot shops around, yeah, they're starting to go, hey, maybe we can't really charge all this much money for the stuff that we're charging for. So they've lowered a lot of their prices on, like, single joint. You can get a joint for as low as $3. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. That's a, that's a deal, man. How many uh, gummies could I get for that, uh, for that price? For $25? Yeah. Probably get a uh, hundred milligrams worth. What about uh, sphincters? Uh, sphincters? Oh, you could probably get uh, I don't know two, three. I gotta tell you, I might have to start. Uh, I might have to start researching this a little bit more. I I, I think you might have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone assaulting uh, someone else is never funny, but you could imagine this as a scene in a slapstick comedy. Okay? Never funny. Sometimes it's All funny. Right. A 52-year-old man in Florida named Richard Atchison uh, lost his temper and assaulted his wife after she asked him for help. After she asked for help with making dinner, things escalated when the woman dropped a spoon in the sink, causing something to splash on Richard. Uh-huh. That sent him into a rage where he began packing his things to leave. Then he remembered he'd been drinking, and he told his wife to leave instead. Uh, that led to another argument where he shoved her and then picked up a Christmas tree from the corner of the room and threw it at her. Must have been a small Christmas tree. I would think so. Uh, I don't even know if it was decorated. And there's no indication that she was hurt, but Richard was arrested on multiple charges, including domestic battery. I'll be damned. It does sound like a comedy of errors here, you know? <laughs> the, the coyote yeah, you know, doing the whole Acme thing. I would never throw uh, the Christmas tree. That 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 I, I draw the line there. No, my dad threw the turkey out on the front lawn the one day, one year. Really? That was about it. And uh, was your dad ever thrown on the front lawn? <laughs> Told to get out of the house? No, no, no. It was usually the other way around. He would uh, he would get up on Christmas morning, start cooking the dinner, and then uh, mm. he'd pass out drunk, and then never tell anybody what time he put that turkey in. So nobody was watching the turkey. You know, usually you leave somebody in charge of something like that when you're when you're when you're cooking something so uh, grand. Sure. And uh, then he got up and uh, yelled uh, nasty things at my mother for burning said turkey, uh, and then took the turkey and threw it out on the front lawn. Isn't really that what the holidays yeah. are all all about? Families getting together. Yeah. Getting drunk and throwing, you know, hurtful barbs at each other. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Good times. I got a nudie mag that year. Did you? No. As a stocking stuffer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually had a friend of mine who did. His dad gave it to him? I think it was his mom who gave it to him. Really? Yeah. It was like the weirdest thing. It was like, yeah, I got a, I got a Playboy for my, as a stocking stuffer. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. My mom used to get me those all the time. They were disguised as the uh, JCPenney wish book. <laughs> <laughs> lingerie section. Ooh, I would, I there would, are some full-figured gals in that one. I would say there are a couple <laughs> issues of National Geographic that serve that purpose. I uh, I, I have to say, uh, the J.C. Penny people uh, helped me through puberty. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. It was like, ooh, negligee. I remember when like uh, Victoria's Secret uh, catalogs would come into the mail. Yeah, see, uh, my mom never wore that stuff. No, well, no. I don't think uh, my uh, my mom or my sister did either, but yeah, they were still arriving at the house. Yeah, but somebody signed up for that catalog. I don't know. I don't know. The catalog just doesn't come to your house. Of course, once the catalog's in the house. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a 
everything is changing there, pal. All of a sudden, someone's becoming a man. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, very rainy. Lots of rain with a high of 41. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 39 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. 52 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rain, rain, and lots of rain today. And a high of 41. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. You ever uh, miss an episode or a single moment? of the Bax and Nagel Show. Check out the daily podcast. It's posted every single weekday, uh, Monday through Friday, on an Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. That way you can listen whenever it's convenient for you. And uh, if you uh, get through that, also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week has been Phil Thompson, the guitar player and current lead singer of the band Department S. Uh, the Rosillos also has played with the Vapors. Actually, a really interesting interview. Uh, that's available on rock102.com. And next week, I'm going to repost an interview with Dave Wakeling from the English Beat. That's all coming up right on uh, rock102.com. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to the uh, the Hawkman who's got uh, he's got a letter uh, posted. Oh, uh, from himself. Oh, you want a letter? Yeah, why not? Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right out and pull up. Letters. Oh, we get letters. Oh, boy. Mailman, mail today. So this is uh, this was published in. I'm not sure what paper this came from. Well, it's a it, it's basically a letter from uh, from Stephen Hawk to the to the public. Okay, right? talking about this uh, that rail trail thing. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll do this. I am Ware resident Stephen Hawk. At age 18, I suffered a catastrophic accident that left me without use of my hands or legs. A rehabilitation nurse encouraged me to advocate strongly for myself. Yeah, it hasn't stopped his mouth. I know. Guy won't stop talking. Uh, Over the past 20 years, I have polished that skill, becoming an effective advocate for for rail trails, a safe way for everyone to travel, and to protect wildlife. My friend Elizabeth Liz Johnson, uh, Norwatuck, 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 uh, network board member, recalled my speech at the July Golden Spike 2022 conference in Gilbertville, in which I stated that the Ware segment of the Mass Central Rail Trail had been, quote, opened up, had opened up the world to me. We became Facebook friends, and she noticed my post about being able to do my own shopping now. At the uh, Mass Rail Trails conference, Liz was excited to find the strong emphasis on equity and access, reducing barriers, and sparking interest in underserved children. She offered to team up with me to write this letter advocating for people who use uh, as assistive devices such as wheelchairs, walkers, canes, and even baby strollers to live fuller, healthier lives as well. Access to an old dead railroad public path in Ware required persistent advocacy on my part and to work with the town of Ware to make uh, needed improvements. I learned that my... uh, Am I reading that right? I learned that my proved grades for people using wheelchairs. Uh, I kind of cut off the last part of this letter here. Oh, okay. Uh... Anyway, he's doing great work for this Mass Central Rail Trail, and he's opened up access that he's gotten. He's getting wrote letters, uh, talked to people, gotten funding for this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congratulations to Stephen Hawk for making that uh, that happen. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about that kid? I, huh? I struggled through that. That's I, all right. I struggled it like I was. 
Like I was in an accident and I couldn't read a letter. See, but that separates a Hawkman from slobs like us. You know, he's getting stuff done and we can barely get through the stuff we have to do. I, I'm just tired today, that's all. <laughs> it's Friday. Like, I just want to get out of here. That party sucked the life out of you. It did suck the life out of me. No, that and having to do another event after that kind of that sucked, sucked the life out of, life out of you. Yes. All but, right. hey, we're here. We'll uh, talk more about our uh, holiday party in just a little bit. And open line Friday coming up after 8 o'clock at 6.56 on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game. Every And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Power Tool Headquarters. Milwaukee. DeWalt. Craftsman. Rocky's Power Tool Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, under normal circumstances, the very last thing that I could possibly ever care about is the San Francisco 49ers clinching their division title with a Thursday night game over the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't care to watch the game. Barely must enough interest to check my phone to look up the score. However, last night's game was a thrilling contest for the ages. Not just because the 49ers won 21-13 on the road in Seattle. It's not just that they become the number one seed in the NFC. Last night's game was interesting for one reason and one reason only. Brock Purdy. Who the hell is Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy is the 49ers quarterback who has gone from being the very last guy selected in the 2022 NFL Draft to beating Tom Brady and the Buccaneers last week and then sealing a divisional title the next by beating uh, Seattle for their seventh win in a row. From a guy whose seventh-round draft pick uh, position earned him the title Mr. Irrelevant uh, earlier in the year to becoming a freaking dragon slayer during the course of just two weeks, one has to wonder how every other team in the NFL passed up on this guy while he was busy racking up 8.3 yards per completion last night, posting up 217 yards and two touchdowns in a bitterly hostile environment like Lumen Field in Seattle. Does anyone have an answer to that? No, of course not. Most guys who are picked dead last don't get a chance to even make the roster, never mind win a divisional title. Brock Purdy gets a couple of starts, including a win over Tom Brady, and suddenly he's the second coming in Joe Montana. Of course, with three weeks left of the regular season, there's still plenty of time for Brock Purdy to prove why he was picked dead last in the NFL draft. But for this very moment, it doesn't get any better than what this kid has been doing for the last couple of weeks, and I think that's awesome. But hey, never mind yappin'. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Putting a grill under the trees like putting a, a couple of plates of steaks and chops and burgers and grilled chicken and racks of ribs under the tree. Rocky's is your grilling destination. Weber, Traeger, the big green egg. Have yourself a grilling little Christmas with Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock one. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.08, and John Mellencamp with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Lots of rain today, heavy downpours at times, and a high of 41. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. We're talking about our uh, holiday party uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon. Big uh, holiday lunch, the whole staff. Yeah. Uh, minus a couple of people. I don't know how the hell they got out of it, but uh, yeah, a couple of people were out. But everybody else was there. I noticed that. Yeah. That was a little uh, insulting, to tell you the truth. Uh, one guy was in Florida. So I, I can I can uh, overlook that. Okay. And then I don't know what that other person was doing. I don't know what happened to that, that, uh, uh, that guy, but yeah. uh, he wasn't there. And that lady wasn't there. And that lady wasn't there. Makes Two you wonder. Two ladies weren't there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't know. 
Well, either way, uh, you know, I, I talk, we talked earlier about the uh, the Secret Santa gift and my horrible gift wrapping. All those pictures are up on our morning show page if you want to take a look at that disaster. <laughs> but then the other thing that happened uh, yesterday afternoon, we get to the still, and uh, Becky, who's, uh, you know, the awesome owner over there, yeah. she's like, uh, she's she's in the corner of the room and she's messing with the sound equipment. And then she says something to the effect of, uh, well, who's going to be the DJ? I need a DJ here. Oh, you know, a room full of DJs. Yeah, the right? last thing they want to do is actually DJ the room. Well, that's what I was And then uh, she said, well, you can hook your Bluetooth to this thing. I'll give you the code or whatever. You can pair, you know, the Bluetooth thing with it. And I said, okay, uh, I guess I'll do it. So I uh, said, I'll, I'll take on the task of just putting background music. Because you need background music. You can't just have... Yeah. You know, a bunch of people in a room with nothing else going on. You need something. Something's to- got to fill up all those awkward spaces. Exactly. So she uh, she gives me the code to this Bluetooth thing. I connect to it, and my first inkling is like, well, do I want to put on, uh, you know, Dan Williams in front of everybody? And how is Dan Williams here and on the radio at the same time? I don't understand. I've that. seen him talk two sides out of his face before. Yeah, I know he does that all the time. <laughs> Seems to be a habitual thing around here. <laughs> um, so uh, I said, well, I don't want to play, you know, Rock 102 while we're here. Let God, me just, no, please. And I don't know, like, I, I don't know what kind of, let me just put on a Christmas playlist, right? Yeah. So I'm typing in a Christmas playlist, and I walk back over to the table, and there's our boss, Alex, sitting there. And as I'm typing in this thing, I said to him, I said, hey, I'm in charge of the music. What one song can we play over and over again until somebody notices? And he goes, Wham's Last Christmas. And I go, all right, let's do it. Round one. Round one. So we start playing this thing. Yeah. And he's sitting next to me at the table. Now, you're you're joining us at the table at a later time. Yeah. Like, you're talking to people, then you come back over to the table. Yeah, hold on a second. I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Alright, so we already know this song is a piece of garbage. What did you call it? A piece of garbage. Anyway, uh, so we start playing this. You come over to the table. Now, at some point, when I walked away from the table for a second, Alex must have let Aaron in on the on the whole uh, thing, what we were doing here. Right. So we're all kind of, the three of us are kind of giggling as to what's what's going on here. And I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I'm not really paying, I am not paying attention to the music whatsoever, because I'm no. talking to people, and you know, Cohen's yeah. walking by, and the boss is walking by, and I'm not paying attention. So... It, it and Alex keeps turning to me. Number two, you know, it, it's repeated itself, <laughs> and he goes number three. Yeah, and then I get up to go get myself a, an appetizer, and I walk over to that uh, little sterno thing. And as I'm walking over, we have this new guy who's taken over for Jerry. His name is John Lufkin. Yeah, and uh, he comes over, and he's got this like uh, he's got this like east east eastern mass accent, and he's like. Holy crap! They really like freaking wham in here, huh? You know, like that kind of, like kind of thing. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and I let him in on the joke. I said, "Listen, you're the first one to catch it. It's only played three times. You are." And he goes, "I noticed it like right away." And I said, "Yeah, okay. Well, don't tell anybody else. <laughs> Let's see how long this can go on for." 
So it's playing five, six, seven <laughs> times, seven times, and it's at it like a like a medium level. Like yeah, it's, it's like, not it's not so loud that everyone's paying attention to the fact. I don't think anybody really noticed this because it's it's going on, and I don't. And and you guys well, are, are giggling about it. I was like, yeah, hey, hey, I'm on the outside looking yeah, in over yeah, here. Yeah, we're giggling about it, and 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 and. You know, Alex says, "Should we tell him?" And I said, "No, no, no. Let him figure it out." <laughs> and 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 you're getting upset. You're getting like fr- not upset, but like frustrated. Going, oh, what? What? What is it? And, and you're and, looking and, around the room, and you're like, "Is it Cohen?" You know, is it? <laughs> and Aaron's well, like, "Well, because you say it's use one of use some one of your five senses." Yeah, so I'm right. thinking. All right, uh, smell. Did someone? Uh, did, did someone cut the cheese? Did someone Christmas beef in the room? Cheese. Yeah, yeah right. I want to know that. And I said, the, they said, no, it's not smell. I said, well, is it? Is it taste? I mean, they, the lunch hasn't even been served yet. And oh, I said, no, it's, it's definitely not. It's a, well, it's a matter of taste. Yeah, we served up so much of that you could have tasted it in the air, <laughs> but nobody was noticing, and you couldn't figure it out. And that was even the funnier part was that you couldn't figure well, it he, out. Well, so here's the thing: something. Well, yeah. what are the, what else is there? I said right. sight. So I'm. You, you know what I do when I'm when I think okay, it's the the, the right. sense of sight. I'm looking down at everyone's crotches to see whose fly is down. Yeah, like I'm thinking, is you know, is is, is there a mouse out the house? Is this a, something yeah. popping out of the wigwam? What's going on over yeah. here? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You guys aren't giving me any clues at all. So, uh, you know, we we obviously are are not paying attention. We're going back and forth between this. <laughs> what is it? Because. And every time we talk about it, it's because Alex has turned to me and said, number 10, number 11, <laughs> number 12, right? And we're getting up, and it's just playing over and over and over again. And nobody except for John notices <laughs> what's going on in the room. And he's pretty good because he's not saying anything about it either. He already He's already in on the joke. So we keep playing. Hold this on. Thing. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. Anyway. So finally, after over an hour and a half (laughs) of this song playing on repeat, I said, listen, I got to get out of here soon because I got to go pick up my kids. And I said to Alex, I said, what do you think we should? He's like, do you think we should let everybody in on what's been happening? And I said, no, let's. Well, first of all, we told you. Yes. You finally, we told you what it was. No, you guys told me. Yeah. I, I still it, didn't figure it out. I'm not there to do puzzles, Yeah, frankly. so be- before we decided to do what we were going to do at the very end, we, Bax is like, what? 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 Is it? And I'm like, dude, Last Christmas by Wham has been playing nonstop over and over again for the last hour and a half, and nobody noticed it except that guy over there. (laughs) And then you said you were mad at yourself for not picking that up. Because then it became very obvious what well, yeah, was happening. Because then, then I, I couldn't get it out of my head. But, but was it in your head while you were sitting there talking the entire time? Because it was in, I mean, obviously it was in my head because I knew it was happening. No, but. you know what it was? It, it's like one of those things, it's like, it, it's not loud enough to be pervasive. It's like the, the volume right, was yeah. low enough where it's like, that, you're not, a, all it is is like, like a background hum. Yeah. It's, it's not... You, you don't always have to listen to Gary carefully to identify what song it was. It was so low. Yeah. But once it was, 
mentioned. It was the only thing I could hear. And yeah. it was like, well, well, of course. Well, the funny thing was this this John, the new guy here, uh, he, he, he had said he mentioned something to Dan Williams while we were sitting there. <laughs> and Dan Williams goes, I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been from the shell shock. I was going to say, because yeah. all the blood flow from his head was right. going to other oh, areas yeah, of his body. Other areas of his body, Mr. Long Dong Williams. Um, <laughs> So uh, so now that you're in on it, I said, okay, we have to end it. We have to, because I have to leave and the music's going to stop anyway. Yeah. But I don't want it to abruptly just stop. I want it like, try to do you, something you else. You want to go out with a bang. Right. So we decided that we would play uh, Dominic the Donkey on a very low volume and then slowly increase it every 15 to 20 seconds. To what I do it, so it's it's kind of really low, you know. And then it gets louder and louder. Jingle hey, ding, ding, hee haw, hee haw. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingle ding, ding, hee haw, hee haw. The Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. la. So as we're, we're <laughs> so the four of us yeah. are banging on the tables and we're singing. Well, we're starting to. It's a, it, like it, it's it, it was a it was a very uh, very well executed crescendo, if you will. It yeah. started out very slow and then it got louder and louder and louder, and then finally somebody goes, "Who the hell's running the music in here?" <laughs> And then we all start singing this. Christmas donkey. La la la. La 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 la. La la la. La 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 la. And then you you announce. You announce it. I eventually shut this song off and I say, listen. None of you rubes noticed for the last hour and a half that Wham's Last Christmas was playing on repeat. Stop complaining now. The funniest thing about it is when once you announced it, everyone around like there was like a bunch of people said, "Yeah, I noticed that too." Yeah, yeah right. Okay, right, right, sure right, you did. Yeah, I don't think they did. I, I think it was at such a, a perfect volume the entire time that nobody even really noticed it, except for the guy who should be noticing it, our new sound guy. You know what I mean? That's a that's a and good that's a good uh, that's indication a, that this, you know we're, we're gonna be in good hands. You gotta be listening for an things. hour and a half of this and nobody notices. Uh, it was hilarious, including me. That was one of the best Christmas parties we've ever had. <laughs> Last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. This year the same. Give it to someone special. It's 7:20. <laughs> Pax and Nagel on Rock Auto 2. Live in concert. Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Come. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7:26. And Jimi Hendrix of Pax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, rainy today with a high of 41 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 40. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, just in case you feel like you may have missed out on our holiday party yesterday because it was a lot of laughs. Yeah. Uh, I, I posted a, a video on uh, the Bax and Nagel Morning Show uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten hours of uh, Wham's Last Christmas. You know, that's how much it seemed like we were playing that song yesterday. <laughs> it was about 10 hours. 16 times, I think, was the final number <laughs> we got to. 
Because it, what it was, that song <laughs> yeah. is like five minutes long, isn't it? It's uh, it's four minutes and twenty two seconds yeah, long. So it was about sixteen times the thing played all the way through. Uh, it, it, you know, it's 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 so. First of all, I'm kicking myself in the pants that I that I didn't recognize what was going on, and then when the, you know the cat was let out of the bag, you got all these people. Oh yeah, no, I knew, I knew all I could tell. Yeah, you no, you liar. didn't. You lying you piece know. of crap. You only that sound guy knew. All you know, and I, I I respect him for that. And if Dan Williams had his hearing aids in, he would have been able to tell too. <laughs> <laughs> What? Who? What's going on? Who's? Wham? Wham? What? What? What are you talking about? Wham broke up back in the eighties. <laughs> it's seven twenty-eight. News is next. A Rock One O Two. Here's your Western Mass news first. Seven thirty. With Bax and Nagel on Rock One O Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, God! Oh, the humanity! Oh, stop the weather! There's this huge winter storm moving through <laughs> the area right now. You know, I, I, I don't know whether those uh, all those towns that canceled school for today actually got anything on the ground, but if you're a kid well, and you got school uh, off today, it's like the greatest day of your life. So I left the house this morning probably at about uh, 4.30 or so. Yeah. And I... I get slowed down. There was nothing but rain where I live. I live in the lower part of the valley of the hill town. Right. So as I drove up the mountain, up Montgomery Road, you get to the like top. Of, as soon as you're going up, you can see the snow accumulating on the road, <clears throat> to which I had to put it in four-wheel drive in the truck, you know, to, to get up that thing. And then it was like really slippery at the top of the mountain right but as soon as you started going back down it turned right back to rain it was That's like it. it's weird it's weird how that band of snow just hits only certain places now i i live in like the the valley section of town in handon i'm you know like i'm probably below sea level for all i know right and uh so i mean i, I i've never had a ton of snow in that in, in that uh, in that since we bought that house i mean occasionally like you know 7 or 8 inches but you know never been you nailed with with snow. It's not to say it won't happen, but anytime I see a forecast where they say, "Oh, we're going to get nailed," I kind of tend to doubt the veracity of those of those reports. Just I just haven't seen it. Yeah, and, and you know, in a case like today, where you know half of uh, the meteorological world is saying rain and half of it's saying snow, I'm going to choose rain every time. I prefer rain every time oh, over yeah. snow. And I know that we need snow, and it helps with ice melt in the in the spring. And uh, I don't know. I don't. I really don't care. I, I've never uh, hurt my back shoveling rain. Like, like I mean, a part of me is kind of like, well, this is kind of weird that we really haven't had snow per se. Like, well, I mean, we did have it a couple. Of, you know, uh, what last weekend or last week? Yeah, that was it. That's all we've had. Kind of waiting for that class three kill storm, but. Nothing doing. Well, I'm not hoping for a class three kills. I'm just no, I'm not hoping either. I just I'm just I'm expecting it. I got to get my snowblower fixed because I take the thing out and I started looking at it yesterday. Now I supposedly had it fixed over the summer and it was delivered back to me and I just figured okay, well I didn't I should have put it on then and there right and tried it while the guy was in the driveway with it because it doesn't work and there's something like not connected 
inside in the internal gearbox. It's, oh, yeah. it's one of these things. It's an attachment that goes on the front of the tractor. And first I thought, well, maybe I didn't hook up the uh, the attachment right on the front. Maybe that's why the blades aren't spinning on the front. Because I checked those shear pin things. Mm-hmm. The shear pins are all in place. Everything is uh, is connected. I think they didn't reconnect the whatchamacallit to the hoosahazi inside the box. You checked the thingamabob? I did check the thingamabob. The thingamabob is fine. What about the whatchamacallit? No, the whatchamacallit I can't see. And I'm not going to take something apart that somebody else screwed up because I know that there's something wrong with it in there. And, uh, again, I thought I was something I screwed up. But you can't just turn the thing on. I had to have my kid come out yesterday and sit on it uh-huh. because otherwise it's a safety feature. It'll shut off. Oh, yeah. And all I wanted to see, the big main <clears throat> wheel is moving on it in the back, like the big shooter, the snow thrower thing. That's moving, but the blades are not moving at all, like not even the bar. You got a uh, you got a uh, auger problem? Yeah, there's something wrong with the auger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know what to do, so now I'm going to have to send the damn thing back. It's probably going to take two months. It's, uh, it's a big pain in the ass. You know, this is the year I actually hired a man to mow my lawn. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had a real man mowing my lawn. Yeah. And uh, this is a, you know, if I get in a pinch and I can't for whatever reason take my snowblower down from the, uh, from the shed to the garage like yeah. I normally do every season, if I can't get that done, I may have to hire a man to plow my driveway. Yeah. Do you purposely not go get the snowblower out of the shed and not bring it down to the garage in order for you to just hire the guy to come plow the driveway? Steve, I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to tell you. Shh. Be quiet. You know what? Don't make You're that suggestion. You're shushing me uh, like nobody knows your game here. No. I, I, what game? I don't know what you are talking about, Steve. There's no game. You remi- There's no ulterior motive. You remind me of my dad when he used to go out grocery shopping on a Sunday mm-hmm. and not come home for four hours and only return with three items and go, Yeah, should have seen the line at the store. <laughs> It was a madhouse in that place. <laughs> and yet you you're, still stood in line for those three items. You're doing the same thing without any alcohol. <clears throat> you're just like, oh, yeah. you should have seen the snow. I couldn't get it out of the shed. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you're, you're quite the gym, aren't you? I'm, aren't you? Listen, I, I make up for it in other ways. Like? Um, I'm still working on the, some of those things. You know, the more you tell me about your home life, yes, the more I'm wondering: is this woman who's married to you and yes. living with you, uh, pulling out her hair yet? Nope. Are you sure? Pretty sure she's got a full head of luxurious hair. That's l- true love right there—the one that accepts you for all who you are, for all of my faults. And Steve. You have many. You could of them. you could yeah. alphabetize them. Yeah. Uh, she thinks I'm the cat's ass, and you know what? She ain't wrong. Has she ever been evaluated for maybe, uh, you know, you know, psychological oh, issues yeah. oh, and, yeah. and things like that? Yes. Like, hey, uh, you know, we both have. Why are you clinging to uh, somebody who <laughs> can't do a thing? Really for offers you? you very little. Well, it's like. <laughs> It's almost like you don't want it to become the situation where she's the caregiver. She's your handler. 
character. No, no, I don't. I don't want her to be my handler. I would that. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm still a little bit too young for that. I mean, I'll need her for that at some point, but not. Uh, yeah. Not right yet. The uh, West Springfield Police Department is seeking assistance from members of the community with identifying a male. The male is responsible for at least five thefts from a business in West Springfield. How does an envelope have hands to steal anything? It's a good question. Uh, the male is seen driving a red 2007 Toyota Avalon. Now, usually it's a male truck, but in this situation, he must have, the, the letter must have jumped out of the male truck and mm-hmm. stolen a red Toyota But the person stealing Avalon. the male truck is a male? Yeah. Anyone with information is asked to call Detective Kennedy, who has no first name. How many detectives named Kennedy do they have over there? See, that's the thing. They don't even give details on what store this is, what it, nothing, and they won't even give you the guy's first name or who's investigating it. Dete- you know, what's his first name? It's just Detective Kennedy. You know, if you're asking for my eyewitness testimony, you got to at least tell me where I've been. This looks because like I can't give you any information unless I know what store we're talking about here. Because I could have been there, or maybe I was at a different store. And if I was at a different store, I'm no help to you. You got to give me a little something. He looks like he's at a bone deep throat, by the way. I could tell by the orange, uh, you know, background. Oh no, no, there's a lot of stores out there that uh, use orange as their primary color. Hooters does. He's gotten away five times so far from this particular business, the bone deep throat. I'm gonna tell you, that's uh, very nervy to be stealing from a place five times. If I had seen this guy, I would have been like, "Can you get me some cellular shades in the back? I've been really looking to get them." (laughs) He must know where everything is. Well, that's the yeah. You yeah. know what? Don't ask anybody at Bone Deep Throat where anything is. Ask the guy who's been taking the stuff from the Bone Deep Throat. You walk by this guy, you're like, uh, "Hey, do you know where I can find a Milwaukee drill?" Yep, aisle seven, sir, right down the street, right there. So are you? St- yeah. Excuse well, you- me. Are you stealing? Do you work here? Or are you stealing from a store? Yeah. Oh, I'm stealing with a store. Yeah. Okay. Could you tell me yeah. where? Uh, where 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 tar tiles are? Yeah, tar tiles are right next to that circular saw, which is now missing from the display case. But you could tell that that's what it was there. I'm looking for cotter pins. Can you tell me what aisle? Yeah, that's gonna be an aisle five. Yeah, yeah. See, you know everything about the place. You know, even better if that thief uh, could give you home improvement tips. <laughs> Oh, sure, you need to solder a plumbing pipe together? This is how you do it. You want to grab one of these torches over here. You can get that in aisle eight, and then you bring that over, and you get some of this soldering material around your around your uh, your copper pipe, and you, you solder it right on there, on the thing. Just be careful not to set the uh, vanity on fire. Yeah, what the, you know. listen, I'm trying, let me tell you what I'm trying to do around the house. Uh, what kind of flange clips do I need? Yeah, what kind? What, <laughs> I don't even know if a flange clip is a real what, thing. What the hell is a flange clip? <laughs> I'm making it up. I, I don't know. Yeah. What about uh, what about lumber? Oh, you don't want to go here for lumber. No, no, no this, this uh. is this is not uh, this is not for lumber. I mean, I go here for lumber, but <laughs> but I'm only selling it. Yeah. I'm selling it in a different parking lot. Particle board for fifty four dollars a sheet. Come on, man, you can get a better deal like that somewhere else. <laughs> Matter of fact, meet me around the building. I'll give you one for I'll give ten you the bucks. Best deal yeah. In town. I told this guy, I, t- I ran into this guy last week and I, t- I told him about my measuring issues and he's like, damn it, again? 
You can't trust them people with anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the shoplifters are the most helpful people in that place. Uh, McDonald's is offering customers free chicken nuggets on Thursday and Fridays as part of its SZN of sharing promotion, season of sharing promotion. Customers who spend at least $1 are eligible to receive one free order of six-piece chicken McNuggets from participating McDonald's locations. However, customers are limited to one free six-piece nugget order per customer each day until today. All orders must be made through the uh, McDonald's app and are not available for delivery, so you can't do uh, DoorDash or something like that. McDonald's is offering uh, the Burger Bundle deal on December 17th and 18th. One Big Mac, one double cheeseburger, one regular cheeseburger, and two medium fries for the low price of $12.50. That's actually, that's a, actually deal. a good deal. Yeah. Actually, because... I mean, just like a like a Big Mac and large fries and a soda, you're going to run you now. I can't believe how much fast food is. Yeah. Uh, took the kids to Taco Bell maybe six months ago. I didn't order very much of anything, and it was like $26. It was, See, and that's the amazing part about it, because Taco Bell was always the cheapest of all of them. Yeah, but- That's why it I became th- so damn popular. I think they get you on, like, if you're not buying deals- my kids are kind of odd when it comes to like ordering food. Like they just want tacos with lettuce and cheese. Like, Ew! What's the what's even the point? Well, one of them doesn't eat meat, and so you know it's just lettuce and cheese. And then and then the other one does eat meat, so it's just meat, lettuce, and cheese. No, like tomatoes. No, you know nothing, right, nothing right. extra on there. But if you order like you know. Obviously, you can pack down more than one of those. You can sure. probably pack even a kid can pack down about four of those. So I usually buy like six tacos, and then you know I get a gordita or whatever the hell uh, right. I'm going to get. Twenty six bucks. That's ridiculous. That's a lot of money. But it like, is. a McDonald's meal is like almost ten dollars now. Like a Big yeah, Mac I, I meal know. is like eight ninety nine. Well, you know they're going through the same supply and demand issues that everybody else is. Mm-hmm. You know the, the, you know the inflation of of their of, of all their products is going up. Uh, customers who order through the app are also entered into a contest to get a chance to win free McDonald's for life. What? Customers who win uh, who win will receive two free meals a week every week for the next 50 years. Now, here's the thing. It's a genius promotion. It's a genius promotion because the more McDonald's you <laughs> eat, the shorter your life becomes. That's exactly where I was going with this. As soon as I saw yeah, the headline, yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, how long do they expect you to live? But at least you're going to live happy. Because who know, doesn't want like a like a hot apple pie and uh, some uh, you know, some McMuffins in the morning? You know, I remember uh, years ago, well, not that many years ago, maybe six years ago. Yeah. Mike Belize came in here to tell everybody that he had cancer and he was not going to live for very long, like right? It was, it was very emotional, uh, kind of thing. And afterwards, he's where him and I are standing in the hallway, and he's like, you know, he goes, I really, honestly, didn't think uh, somebody would care enough about a snake oil salesman. And I said, well, at least first of all, you're admitting you're a snake oil salesman. <laughs> and second of all, I'm like, this is your opportunity for a promotion called anybody who buys a car will get the Belize lifetime guarantee. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. But but in the fine print, 
It's your lifetime guarantee. Yeah, not, not the know. customer's lifetime. And unfortunately, less than a year later, he passed away. And uh, I said, see, that would have been a million-dollar promotion right there. You get all these people. Lifetime guarantee. The funny part about specific it, is, he, had, he had such a great sense of humor about it. He, he actually thought that was funny. He loved that idea. He thought that would have been great. But, of course, you know, he's a businessman. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, he's got to, other people to, to answer to. This. But uh, same thing with the McDonald's. You're eventually going to die if you eat too much of it. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, not quite the winter storm we were expecting. Mostly rain today with a high of 41. Some snow in the higher elevations, though. It's going to be sunny tomorrow with a high of 40. It is 38 and rainy right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh yeah. Charlie Epstein here, and I have had a dream. I oh. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.53 and Billy Idol with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, rain, lots of it today. And, uh, you know, I guess in the higher elevations, there's some plowable snow up there. We just uh, heard from the folks over at the Bonnie Rig. Oh, uh, I loved her. She uh, was really good. Yeah, she was. Uh, she had those two daughters, and yeah. they lived in that apartment complex after her divorce. And then they, uh, you know, they no, 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 no. See, that's Bonnie Franklin. I'm talking uh, about Bonnie Raitt, the, the one who did. Uh, let's give him something to talk about. Oh yeah, no, no. Yeah. You're thinking of the uh, the chick that was in the Die Hard movies uh, that played uh, John uh, John uh, uh, McClane's wife. Is that Bonnie Bedelia? Yes, Bonnie Bedelia. Bonnie Bedelia. No, no, no. You're thinking about the little girl that lived in that hotel in New York. Amelia Bedelia. Oh, Amelia Bedelia. Yeah, that's yes, right. I, yeah, I couldn't yeah. do that. No, the uh, Bonnie Rig is a is a motel. Remember the uh, remember Uncle Larry's Tavern up in the uh, the Beckett. We went up to Beckett one time. Yes, yes. It was the motel right behind Uncle Larry's Tavern. It's actually a very nice place. I mean, it's 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 like a touristy Berkshire uh, kind of uh, uh, little to, motel. To consider like. doing that on uh, going up there on uh, vacation. Well, why wouldn't you? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they're getting they're getting they're getting hammered up there. So, but you know what? It's nowhere around here. It's just not all, our problem. All, well, it's kind of my problem when I go up there. Maybe we should get to this stupid bit. Do huh? it. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Maybe I should, I should just tell you, these clips aren't that great. And that's different from any other day. How? What are you talking about? We have uh, we have great clips each and every day here. I'm just telling you that, that uh, today is a little soft. Today is a little soft. All right. Well, let's make the most out of it. Uh, here's another dog that says hello. Uh, would you like to hear another dog named Lorna say hello? <sighs> yes. All right. Here you go. Lorna. Hello. <laughs> ah. Hello! La, la, la. I just watched that episode the other day. It's either me or the voice. You mean I can't even do it when we're not around? Nope. nope. Yeah, and it was, uh, it, they played Lionel Richie's Hello. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Hello! Hello! That dog more says, uh, hero. Morning. Still pretty good, though. Still damn pretty good. All right, number two. Number two, a woman on TikTok says that she has discovered the proper way to use an ice scraper for your car window and apparently only takes seconds to scrape off the ice. Here's Charlotte Brown explaining that you can use the back bumpy part of the scraper to scour the ice first and the blade to scrape it all off. You know, the like that side with the bits on. And then. 
Look how much quicker that is. I must be like dumb because I literally never knew that's what that side was for. Yeah. I thought it was just yeah. decoration. Yeah. Not that you actually do that first and then do the other bit and it comes off like within seconds. Now, this yeah. woman looks to be in about her 30s. How did you not know that? What did you think those bumps were for? That's the whole, that's day one of yeah. when somebody hands you an ice scraper for the very first time, they usually show you how to use it. That's, that's why it. they sell them without instructions because they just assume you already know that. That is kind of dumb. It's really dumb. This, this is, is what separates dumb. us from the British. Yeah. And this is a, t- this, this platform is going to bring down the yeah. entire United States intelligence service because of well, all yeah, of Well, it's the Chinese government that's running it. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, clip number three. Uh, we talked a little bit about this in Hollywood Trash. You remember when 30 Rock had a, re- a fake reality show called MILF Island? Yes. TLC now has a real reality show called MILF Manor, where eight older women look for love with younger men, and the trailer just dropped. Meet some of the raspy-voiced ladies. I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. <laughs> I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much, Shane? I have an extremely high libido. Should I just have said high libido? I'm ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have fun. It just got real. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I've watched the show for the first season. I gotta tell you, the show makes me horny. I'm going to be a contestant next season. On MILF Manor. I'm not, I'm like, uh, they're not that good looking. They don't like, have that. We don't have to be. We're MILFs. We're cougars. We, we've been around the block, so to speak. I mean, they all look like, um, like they spend way too much time in a tanning booth. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, there's something weird about yeah, it. Yeah, some of these women kind of look like wallets that have been left out in the sun. Yes, like my, where's my, oh, my, I get my big wallet that I got. You got there. the George Costanza wallet. Your wallet's like the size of like, you know, three ch- triple cheeseburgers <laughs> smushed together. But I don't carry it in my back pocket. You can't. You're not it's supposed to. It's the size to. of you and butt cheek. Otherwise, I'd get sciatic problems, and I don't <laughs> want that. But uh, MILF, MILF Manor, really? Have, have This is the lowest point we're going to get to in humanity? I am going to rock your world, little boy. Listen. You can put your finger right here, right in this hole in my throat. <laughs> That's where usually my Eve Light 120s go, but you can stick your finger in there. I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it all <laughs> night long until I need a break for a smoke. <laughs> it's 7.59. That's Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when Paul Salucci stopped being governor of Massachusetts, he became the U.S. ambassador to Canada. Apparently, they needed a real top-notch guy to restore the diplomatic relationship between those two fractioning uh, countries. When Mike Dukakis stopped being governor of Massachusetts, he wrote a book that nobody read and ran for a presidential campaign that no one voted for. When Deval Patrick stopped being the governor of Massachusetts, he tried to get Boston to host the 2024 Olympics. Those games are going to be played in France. 
My point is this. In most cases, being the former governor of Massachusetts ain't exactly the resume piece that most people are hoping it'll be. That is until Charlie Baker came around and landed himself one of the sweetest gigs in America as he's said to become the next president of the NCAA, succeeding Mark Emmert, who stepped down from the job earlier this year, which he has held for the last 12 years. Now, what are the terms of Charlie Baker's new gig? I got no idea. What I can tell you is that during the 2019-2020 fiscal year, Mark Emmert was pulling in $2.9 million a year. Charlie Baker, as governor, is only taking in $250,000 a year. That's like an 1,100% increase. And after dealing with what he's had to deal with over the last two terms, the pandemic, economic uh, disaster, marijuana reform, casino gambling, all that other junk, being in charge of Title IX laws, PED, sports gaming, and NIL endorsement deals is going to be like a piece of cake. Charlie Baker could do that stuff in his sleep. Listen, I like Charlie Baker. The dude was a solid governor, and so far, he's been the only former Massachusetts governor who's on pace to actually do something with his life. And I think that says something. He's not going to be the ambassador to Canada. He's not going to be doing something stupid like run for president of the United States. He's going to be in charge of the freaking NCAA, replacing a guy who was making almost $3 million a year. And that guy wasn't even very good at his job. But put Charles in charge, and all of a sudden, I'm totally on board and can't wait to tackle my next tourney time brackets. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If I were building stuff every day, I'd probably use Milwaukee Power Tools, and I make AJ at the Ludlow Rockies my go-to tool person. AJ runs the power tool department of the Ludlow Rockies. Whether you're a professional or homeowner, she's the person to help you out. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813. And Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, we have not gotten any of that snow they were talking about, that whole five to seven inches, uh, even in the, the lower part of the hills where I live. But as you go up higher into the Berkshires, like Beckett and Worthington and all those places, they're uh, they're getting hammered out there. And some guy just sent me a picture of Vermont. Yeah. I-91 in Vermont. Did you see that one? We're on exit six? Whoa. Yes. It's, uh, it's a big difference between there and here. But, but we are neither here nor there. And I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be here. Well, I'm not really ever here. Anyway. You're barely here now. That's for damn sure. Uh-huh. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Live Friday! 293-1021. That's the number for Open Line Friday. Now, we tried this on Wednesday. And I was a little disappointed in your behavior. Not yours. I'm talking about the, uh, the I was listeners. Say, what did I do? You didn't do anything. But uh, yeah, keep your hate speech and your filthy language, and call some other show, not ours. Let's just do uh, do what we got to do. Have a little bit of fun, and wait for the phones to start blowing up. <clears throat> well, good luck with that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's Friday, and we won't be here next Friday, right? No. 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 I think uh, we're off next Thursday all the way through the brand new year. Oh, man. I love a good yeah. three-day work week. So this would be like the last open lines for... Yeah, for the year. This yeah. is the last open lines of the year. I mean, unless we do it you know, next week. But uh, Are we going to play this uh, Price is Right song as many times as we played Wham's last Christmas at the Christmas party yesterday? If I don't get some phone calls, I'm going to start playing more Wham. Oh. I don't want to hear.
hear that. <sighs> well, I mean, we, we don't have to keep doing that. It's it's fine. No, I know. I just, uh, uh, just oh, hey, we somebody. have a call. How about that? Oh, we do? Yeah, good thing. Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is uh, Mike from Agawam. Hey, Mike from Agawam. It's Bax and Nagel in East Lamenta. What's up? Hey, uh, it, as it turns out, I'm one of Bax's trash guys. Oh, no, kidding. No, 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 Steve. I do not know his exact address. No, oh, okay. Okay, good. Thank, <laughs> thanks for keeping I, my privacy. I love you. I love, oh, yeah. I love your town, Bax. Oh, hey. Well, a lot of reliable. A lot of reliable cookie connections in that town. And let me not forget the bagel lady. Wait, are you, you're, get you're, that brewed up. You're not uh, you're not pimping me for like cookies or some sort of snack, are you? No, no, not at all. There's enough in your neighborhood to go around. Now, let me ask you this: yep. uh, people that, in that neighborhood that uh, that you pick up—that's a very affluent neighborhood, right? They, they tip you uh, every year, right, to pick up their trash. Uh, some people do. Some people do, you know? huh? Mm-hmm. I would yeah, imagine, uh, you know, people who uh, yeah. of a certain stature, uh, you know, making a decent uh, oh, living. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a uh, little better neighborhoods, you know, here and there. But uh, you know, I, I had to give up that route anyway because uh, I spent five years on Fisher Dick, and uh, had that's to right. uh, swap yeah. swap out a better route to get off Fisher Dick. The, it, that's it. So people do actually tip trash the trash guy. Yeah, they do. Some do. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah. you have a big party and you want a bunch of stuff to disappear, you know what I mean. I understand. Well, but I just, just call just... that guy from Bone Deep Throat and tell him that he tells me where to go. To yeah, let's let's. Just, I just want to clarify. I don't. I'm nowhere near Fisher Dick. That's uh. That's not where I live. Yeah, not my neighborhood. But thank you very uh, much for calling. No, and have, no. have a good uh, holiday. Hey, you guys too. Have a good weekend. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. You don't uh, live in where, do you? That's no. where Fisher Dick is. Uh, <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. How are you today? Uh, very good. What's up? This is Henry calling. How are you? Good, Henry. What's happening? Good. Hey, who's Richard Grieco? Oh, Richard he- Grieco. Did, did, did you not watch the, uh, the original 21 Jump Street? No. No. No, he was a... Uh, a lot of eye candy, that guy. He also got snubbed for his uh, biggest movie hit of 1991, If Looks Could Kill. Oh. And now you know. Really? Yeah. So you're going way back in time. Yes, well, we are, yeah. Henry. That's that's what we do. 30-some-odd years ago. <laughs> Not a bad place to be, I'll tell you guys. Uh, yeah. hey, thanks yeah. a lot. You guys have a good day. You All too. Right. All right. There uh, you go. We're glad we cleared that up. There you go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Jeremiah from Granville, Mass. Hello, Jeremiah. What's uh, going on today? Uh, nothing much. I figured I'd give you guys some insight about uh, fast food and um, trash pickup. Sure. So I was just at Popeye's uh, when the snow started. For a 16-piece bucket of chicken is $51. I, almost, I, I, I had to double-check. Wait, right. And, Are you, $51? Yeah, I was taken away. I'm like, are you kidding me? And a Big Mac meal at McDonald's is like 12-something now. Really? Wow. Wow. All right. It's irritating. But in all fairness, did you just get the chicken? Did you get the biscuits, too? Uh, No, I just got the plain chicken sandwich. But but, but it was the the bucket, like the the bucket of chicken. Oh, yeah, the bucket. Yep, 16-piece. Well, the good good news is at least you know you're getting a high-quality product. Yeah, uh, I wasn't that impressed. 
All right, well, be that way, but you got to get yourself some biscuits. Those are good biscuits over there. By the way, that 16-piece uh, signature chicken mm-hmm. box is 4,120 calories. I could totally do that in one <laughs> sitting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm a, and I'm a garbage guy, too, and you wouldn't believe what some of the residents uh, give you for holiday tips. I mean, they'll give you, like, a little goodie basket of cookies, nippers, muggy, yeah. scratch-off tickets. It's unbelievable. Oh, wow, nice. Well, there you go. And All Bax right. is giving nothing to his trash man, well, so yeah. now he has to step up. Still not to uh, still, no, still may I do it. Bax won't get his trash picked up. Oh, oh, hey, you yeah, settled down all over, there. It'll be all over his Fisher dick All road. right, okay, thank you. Okay, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, happy holidays, guys. How you doing? Very good. What's, What's going up? on? I was going to see if I could borrow uh, Bax's belt or uh, Nagel's headband. I got to move a piano this weekend. Uh, I see what I see you're what doing. doing. Oh, you're, tr- you're trying to insult the two of us. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and, and then not he, very he hangs well. up. Uh-huh. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how's it? Oh, oh, we lost that that's one. too bad. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Dave Coombs on 99.3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a break to do? I just want to wish you guys a horrible Christmas, and I hope you get coal in your stocking. All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> it's it's uncanny, and it? it almost sounds like the oh, real thing. Now I know who the Secret Santa was. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning is this. Hey, when's the last time you got stuck on Fisher Dick? <laughs> Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102, good morning is this. Oh, come on. Ah, come, on. Like, come on. What's going on here? I don't even know. You know, if we only had a producer. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Dale. Hey, Dale. What's up? Oh, you guys rock. I can't believe these guys cutting up on you. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. That. Too bad. How you, how you been, Dale? Like, huh? How you been? Oh, I've been okay. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I mean, I've seen better days. I'm not getting any younger. But right. things are good. Well, good. I hope, uh, hope you have a good uh, a good holiday, Dale. Yeah, you guys too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks Thanks so much. Great time of year. Thank you, buddy. Right. Appreciate now, it. He has right. admitted to us that he does have a head injury. Yeah, He's not yeah, drunk. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Lewis from Granby. Hey, Lewis, what's up? <clears throat> so I just wanted to say, uh, first off, I love the show. Thank I you. Think it's funny. I think it's funny that uh, when I was growing up, I used to listen to the show with my dad on the way to school. And now I'm a dad listening to it with my kids while I'm bringing them to school. Hey, <laughs> hey how, how old of a guy are you? 28. 28. So you were so you probably remember me when I first started here. Yup, yup. Isn't that see, see that's the thing. Yeah. I was listening to Bax and this other guy in the morning yep. when I was in high school. Yeah. And now and look at I you. eventually worked here. And I haven't left since. <laughs> that is kind of weird when you, you start yeah. growing up and realizing what's going on. Oh yeah. All right, well, hey, listen, have, just, have a good holiday. Appreciate I it. Just, yeah, you too. All right, there you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Ben. How the heck are you guys? Good. What's yeah. up? Not much. I just wanted to say, you know, thanks for being a good a good group of guys on the radio. I don't know what these guys are talking about, you know. Big head and fat waist. You guys are awesome. 
Well, thank you very much for uh, for being so kind. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. You know, but uh, thanks for doing the, the, the Mayflower Marathon. And, you know, uh, you can't pick on Dan. He's a senior citizen. I mean, just because he's deaf and old and crippled, I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, but you should like see what he's abuse. packing below the <laughs> pants, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's I told you. The, he's, it's above the waistline. He's taller when he lays down. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are something else. Hey, happy holidays. Hey, you, happy holidays. You too. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Who, who is this? Uh, it's Bax and Nagel. Who's this? Uh, I got the wrong number. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what right. I thought. Right, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Matt. I'm from East Long Meadow. Hey, Matt. What's up? Uh, speaking of dads who drove their kids to school, um, I did the same thing as a kid. My father would drive me to school and listen to your show. And this morning, uh, last hour, when Bax was making fun of Steve's wallet, mm-hmm. and Bax said, butt cheek, my son died laughing. Oh, oh good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we can, make, yeah, we can make all the kids laugh. I'm here yeah. to make childhood memories. That's that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, so thanks a lot. All right, no problem. Dad, that guy said butt cheek on the radio. Ah! Oh, you're not supposed to say that. That old guy's hilarious. We got one more. Oh, one yeah. more? All right, nah, yeah, let's okay, do okay, one more. more. Come on. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Oh, hey, it's Rick from Greenfield. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> okay. Uh, happy holidays, guys. Thank uh, you. I just want to get something off my chest. Uh, I want you to know I wear ladies' underwear. Don't tell my wife. All right. Okay, well, there you go. That was I'm glad we took that extra call. That was the one. Mm-hmm. It started off sounding good. We're missing those guys that used to call up, and uh, one guy was like kind of monotone and would tell yeah. these dry jokes, yeah. and then one guy would be really crazy and tell the, the like, stupid dad jokes, and then one guy, actually, the one guy I believe is in jail for insurrection on the Capitol on January well, when he, 6th. When he gets released, we should find a way to bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that fell from the wall, <laughs> pushed. Yes, push. It's 826 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, poser. 834 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. I just sent you a link uh, through Messenger. <clears throat> okay. It's, it's, a, it's a story on Mass Live, the Mass State Lottery. Here's who won one million dollars on a scratch ticket in Hingham, and they, uh, you know, they show the guy with the big fat check in his hand. Yeah, but look at that guy. Do you see the guy? I do. Doesn't he look like that meme for the Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks, I mean, and like, he looks so happy to have won a million dollars. I actually thought when I clicked on Mass Live that that's what they were doing. They were talking about that show, and then I realized that they were talking about the Mass Lottery. He looks just like that photo. <laughs> <laughs> My God, yeah. Well, there you go. See? That's, Turn his life around. That's kind of fun, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, the Belchertown Police Department is urging residents to use a different non-emergency number. If you have a non-emergency issue... You're asked to call 323-0144. That's area code 413, by the way. Okay. The old phone number is dealing with cable service issues due to a power outage. However, if there's an emergency, the 911 line is still available. This is Belchertown, you said? Yeah. I wonder if they got uh, they got spammed up there. Maybe. 
Oh, yeah, Belchertown Police Department. Although I got to believe that the Belchertown Police have got like a rock-solid uh, firewall in front of them. Your patrol car warranty is running out. Would you like to purchase a new one? No? Hello, we're the Belchertown Police. Would you like to increase the size and thickness of your penis? Yes, 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 I do. Johnson, we have to change the number now. A home in Springfield evacuated due to high levels of carbon monoxide. Fire officials say the CO detector could have saved the lives of the people inside and say it's a vital piece of equipment for all homes. Uh, Western Mass News caught up with the Springfield Fire Commissioner, Costco Calvi. He said when crews arrive on the scene to check the gas levels, they found 700 parts per million. Whoa! A reading that could be fatal. Uh, For perspective, that number should be less than 10. All right. So you get 700. So that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Calvi said carbon monoxide is colorless, odorless, tasteless, and that has four times the affinity for red blood cells than uh, does oxygen. So it inhibits the red blood cells to carry oxygen around cells. It's given a science lesson now. You know what? Uh, there's a lot of science into uh, into firefighting, and it's good. It's good to know. Well, that, but that's what I mean. Like usually, you hear like eh, five thousand dollars worth of damage. You're actually getting valuable information <clears throat> from the fire commissioner. That's, uh, listen, every time I've had a conversation with BJ Calvi, it was uh, I always I always walk away feeling like I've learned something. He's got that like more you know rainbow hanging off his uh, shoulder. <clears throat> He's uh, telling you all the good things that That's go along with that. Putting it mildly, it was determined the excess carbon monoxide was coming from the firm furnace. Whether the uh, emission is from the furnace or even a car running inside a closed garage, Calvi says uh, calls like this are more common this time of year, and having a CO alarm can keep you safe. I worry about that too, the the CO thing. Do you? Yeah, but that's why I got that uh, you know that detector that's now running. It is. Yeah, and it's, but it it speaks to you. It tells you what the problem is. Like it, it gives you the carbon monoxide detected. Yeah. Fire detected. Yeah. Uh, you didn't replace the batteries detected. I think I've got old ones that don't speak. Mm-hmm. I just if if it goes off, I have to decide for myself. What am I running out of the house for? Mine's insulting. I walk by it and it's like, you get really, your fat ass off yeah, the couch and evacuate. You really need to move around a little bit faster. <laughs> your those stairs are creaking when you walk down them every single time. I <laughs> noticed it. Uh, the Stony Hill Road Bridge in Wilbraham near CVS was closed off for some time last night, uh, according to Wilbraham Police. A box truck got stuck under that bridge. Talk about a traffic nightmare. They finally cleared the bridge about 10.30 last night. This is the uh, the bridge that's by the CBS off Boston Road and Stony Hill. If you're heading towards the orchard. Yeah. It's it's the kind of thing, you know, I mean, again, if you're driving a truck, you got to know the height of your truck. And if you see a, 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 a bridge that is shorter than your truck, there's a pretty good idea you're not going to get through it no matter how you gun it. Yeah, but we talked earlier about it. It's like uh, a box truck, maybe I can see somebody not knowing how to do it because we don't know if it was like coming from a business. If it was coming from a business, okay, then you, you know, 
you don't get a pass on this one. You don't get an underpass on this yeah, one. That's right. But if you're a guy who like uh, rented a U-Haul truck, uh, you know, to move stuff out of your mom's house because and there's it, a there's it's a been U- time to go for many years, but uh, and, you and there's, a, there's, up. A, there's a U-Haul right there on Boston Road. Yeah. You probably even get that far before you screw things up. That's what I'm saying. You get out into the U-Haul. You don't know uh, heights. All you're just trying to do is move your stuff out of mom's house. That's all you want to do. Yeah, but you know there are, there are other ways <clears throat> to get to Indian Orchard than than that little overpass, you know, yeah, that little bridge. You got to use your head. What are you? What are you? Some sort of idiot? You're some sort of uh, mental deficient? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I was talking to somebody. Know about, your height. Uh, the you know the camper. You know that camper we stayed in at uh, at uh, at the Mayflower Marathon. Sure do. <clears throat> and I said I would love one of these things. It's one you drive. You. you you don't, uh, you know, it's not like you're towing it behind you. Yeah, and it wasn't a super big one. It was just, it was like perfect. No, and then I and then, you know, well, you're going to need a car to get places when you go somewhere. You know, like if you go to a campground or something, you need a little car to go. And I've seen people towing the car behind the thing, and I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable towing a car behind this thing. Yeah. And then uh, the person said to me, uh, it's really easy. You just have to remember it's there. <laughs> Which is actually pretty good advice. It's true, though. Because I bet you there are people who become so complacent with the fact that they're driving these things around that eventually somebody's going to forget that they have, they're have they towing a car behind them on top of this 45 to 53-foot yeah. camper that well, you're driving down the highway. That would be true no matter what you're towing. If you even have just like a regular tool trailer behind you, you got to be mindful that it's mm. it's behind you. Uh, some guy in Denver got into a high-speed high chase the other day while driving a tiny smart car painted to look like a little Tykes car. <laughs> you know those little red? Yeah. Uh, those like the, I call them the Fred Flintstone car because it had like... You, you can, can see the ground on the... Well, you move yeah. your feet with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the red one with the uh, yellow roof that every kid had in your neighborhood. He stole it from a business called Rap Factory that does full car wraps in different designs. So it's a promotional thing they use for their advertising. He stole it last Friday, got into a police chase a day later, so the car wasn't too hard for them to spot, apparently. Someone heard the sirens and got a funny video of him speeding down the bike path when police were right on his tail. Eventually, they arrested him and uh, recovered the car. But I'm, like, uh, looking at this video, and it looks like it's ex- it, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a little Tykes car just going really, really fast down the street over a single-lane bridge. That's uh, Colorado for you. Yeah, right there. good. The single lanes. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, heavy rain with a high of 41. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hello, this is Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850 in U2 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, rainy, really a lot of rain, actually, and uh, there is some snow up in the higher elevations and a high of 41 today. Tomorrow, Sunday with a high of 40. It's 38 in downtown Springfield. Uh, Saturday, February 4th at the Delaney House. It's bourbon, barbecue, and blues from 6 to 9. Always a great event, and you can uh, join us for an evening of great food, smooth drinks, and hot music from uh, Neil and the Vipers. Your admission includes... Not only uh, music from the band, but also uh, bourbon tasting and a multi-course meal. Tickets and information can be found at rock102.com. A great holiday gift for uh, the bourbon, barbecue, or blues lover in your life. 
Bourbon Barbecue and Blues, February 4th. The Delaney House brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Lotus Bath and Closet, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, we just had a very lovely phone call from the uh, the mayor of Springfield himself, Mayor Dom Dom. You know, he uh, he's a very heartfelt, courteous, and considerate mayor. I, you know, there are some mayors around the area that do not have that kind of uh you know, that kind of uh, you know that kind of uh, i don't know compassion yeah bex booyah even though i know you haven't worked here in 15 years i still call nego booyah sometimes <laughs> i just want to wish you and your loved ones and everybody else a very happy and holiday a healthy holiday season and i uh i know there's people struggling out there make sure you're taking care of your neighbors make sure you're taking care of your friends and uh just remember uh, I don't have to worry about high gas prices. My vehicle runs on fear. Fear <laughs> from me driving it down the road. I also don't need to throw my trash out as my trash always throws itself out. <laughs> Hence, no need for a tip for the trash man. Right. Of course. Uh, I also, uh, when, the bo- when the boogeyman goes to sleep at night, he checks his closet for Maya Dom, though. <laughs> You know, I know all the kids are upset they didn't get a lot of big snow today. No. It was a big snowstorm. Yeah. Did you know that I can build a snowman out of rain? <laughs> Come on down. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you that and how I can set ants on fire with a magnifying glass <laughs> at night. <laughs> and when the sun comes up the next day, it's wearing sunglasses because it's glancing at Maya Dom Dom. He's an incredible man. He is an incredible man. He is unbelievable. Uh, and there you go. God bless. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing. Uh, God bless. About that. Uh, yeah, so next week, here's the plan. <clears throat> We're working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, today is the day I got to submit for all that time off. <laughs> I got to let everybody know. That I'm gonna be uh, that we're gonna be off that week. We should have uh, done that like months ago, probably. Yeah. But uh, it's it's got to get done uh, today. I got to pick. I got to catch up on a lot of paperwork before I leave the building today. So and that's one of the many things that I'll be doing. Well, I usually wait uh, and ask the uh, the lady up in uh, in payroll. Hey, uh, you know, I wait till the very last minute because if I get sick or something, then I use days. But I don't yeah. know how to. They keep track of them upstairs. So then they'll give you a little report of how many days you got left. Yeah. So that's what I was waiting for today. Hey, can you show me how many days I have left so I can take that many days off by the yeah. end of the year? <laughs> well, because Christmas and New Year's falls on a Saturday. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, hold on. No, no, yeah, yeah, they fall on a Sunday. Uh, we get those holiday days outside of those days because it's, it's, right. it's a weekend. So theoretically, you say, well, how, how can you take Thursday and then come back on the 2nd? Because we're really only taking four vacation days to do it. Yeah. So fantastic. It all works out to, to the all, best. It's all hunky-dory. <clears throat> That's it's all we, working out. It's all going to work out. And then uh, January 2nd, we'll be back to kick ass in 2023. Okay, That's what I've been yeah, told we need to do. Yeah. Who's, who told you that? They told me, can you please try to kick a little ass next year? And I'm like, okay, fine. Why? Because you haven't been kicking it this year? 
No, actually, uh, the, oh, year, right. the year has been kicking my ass yeah, all year. Actually, you were disabled for six and a half months. <laughs> you got your legs beaten out from underneath you. <laughs> Finally able to learn to walk on my own. Oh, now you want us to kick some ass. <laughs> okay. All right. A, a miracle <laughs> happened in September. Oh, look oh, at me. I can walk. I can walk. It's like Eddie Murphy uh, when he gets pulled away by my the two. My legs. My legs. <laughs> I, I can see. I can see. <laughs> there you go. Now we just need the Duke brothers to pick us up. Yeah, right. It's 855 with Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game.